The weekend is here. It's time to go fishing, and helping us out is Jason Freed from Leisure Outdoor Adventures. Don't be scared. You know, some of those days, especially if you don't have a bigger boat and you can't handle being out in those bigger areas and um, where there's bigger waves, is fishing some of the areas that have what I call offshore winds, where the wind is coming off that shore and, and blowing out away from the shore. Uh, a lot of times I think people disregard those areas because what happens a lot of times is the wind has been blowing into those areas and then the wind switches and now it's coming offshore and it actually is going to push the fish back out and so you want to focus more on like the 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 second break lines the deeper break lines that are going to be near those areas just a taste of what's to come today on fishing paul bunyan country as jason freed gets you ready to fish leech lake Thank God it's Friday, gonna cast out a line They have the afternoon, sun is flying oh so high I'm a peaceful kind of guy, most usually But I'm hunting all the fishes in the deep blue sea Making sure my bait is all nice and stinky Gonna add a little, let it make the bait go sinky We can wait another day to do the patchwork laundry Cause now we go and Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. Hey, we're checking in with Jason Freed from uh, Leisure Outdoor Adventures. Uh, Jason, thanks for joining us today, first of all. Thanks for having me, Kev. Well, uh, we've had some, I don't know, I've heard really good reports at times, and then I've had other people say, well, the fishing's interesting or different, which is a very Minnesota thing to say. What about for you? What's happened out there? You know, overall, I think Leech Lake has been going pretty solid right now. Um, you know, we've had a day here and there where it's been a little bit tougher, and with some, especially the, you know, just ever-changing weather patterns we've had lately, and it seems like one day the wind blows from the north, the next day it blows from the south, east, west, it seems like, and so it's always changing, but, you know, overall, it's been a pretty consistent bite. I think the lake is about, you know, a good week behind its normal uh, routine. Um, we're just starting to get into some... Um, some bug hatches, but we haven't really seen the big mayflies happen yet. So some of the midges and the fish flies are starting to hatch. So we're starting to kind of get into that pattern. Um, but uh, as that grows, I think as we get a little bit warmer weather here uh, and things stabilize, I think we're going to start seeing those big bug hatches, which is pretty typical for the end of June on Leech Lake. So how do you combat those? You know, I think people oftentimes get really scared by the bug hatch, and it really shouldn't be something to be scared of because, to be honest, the fish are usually really feeding. And they're either feeding on, because there's multiple things happening in the lake. You have uh, the bug hatches, you oftentimes have young-of-the-year perch, and you also have the crayfish are molting. And so it's like kind of like a pizza ranch, all-you-can-eat buffet uh, under the lake right now. And the fish are hungry. And I've um, cleaned fish in the last week that are puking up crayfish that have perch in them and that are eating bugs. Uh, A lot of times the perch are eating bugs as well, and so then they're eating the perch. And so, you know, the way I combat it is I just cover ground. Um, with especially the use of spinners, uh, that's a really you know kind of a key thing to use this time of year. It's just a bottom bouncer, um, pulling a spinner, either like a Colorado blade style spinner or uh, you know like Northland makes the uh, butterfly blades, um, which I think oftentimes kind of mimic a bug in the water, and, uh, and then either either tanning them it with a uh, just a traditional Colorado blade and a and a crawler harness or uh, a spinner prop style blade like the butterfly blade with either a crawler harness or a slow death. And, uh, and just working those areas over. And the big thing is to look for areas where there's transitions. Uh, anywhere where you have gravel goes to mud, rock goes to mud, sand to mud, uh, because those bugs are what are hatching in the mud, and the fish are going to be oftentimes relating to those areas. And so, you know, I think the number one thing is just to cover ground. Uh, if they don't bite on the spinners, 
then just turn back around and slow things down with a traditional Lindy rig and a leech, Lindy rig and a crawler. Um, are you going to be, you know, a slip bobber can be a really good tactic as well this time of year. But, you know, I think it get, oftentimes gets a bad rap, the bug hatch. Um, and it does get tough post bug hatch because the fish have eaten so much. But, um, you know, in reality, the fish are going to be active and hungry this time of year when the bugs are starting to hatch. Butterfly blades is something I've heard a lot in the last uh, year or so. Uh, tell me a little bit more about those. So it's a product Northland Tackle came out with about a year ago. And it's basically a prop style uh, spinner, and so it uh, has a kind of a curvature to it, so which allows it to spin at a slower speed. So typically, when you're trolling like a Colorado blade style, you have to troll anywhere from a mile to you know, 1.3 miles per hour. With a butterfly blade, um, basically you can actually troll those down and go 0. 0.5, 0. 0.7 miles per hour. So that's just another way. If that speed can be a really big thing this time of year. And if, if that faster speed isn't working, you can still use a spinner and a bouncer, for example, and you can go at a slower speed and kind of get this more of a tumbling action. And, uh, and it still spins um, going at a relatively slow speed, whereas with those Colorado blades, you've got to go faster to get them spinning. So, uh, and I think a lot of times, like I said, I think it mimics um, crayfish as well as bugs, um, those prop-style blades. And so it's just a great change-up to have. And, I've got probably more of those rigged up in my boat than Colorado blades just because I have so much confidence in them, um, you know, this time of year in terms of trolling. And, and they obviously they work all year round, um, even well into August as well. So the key is to key in on colors. Um, you know, sun plays a really big role with color as well as what the fish are eating. You know, if they're feeding on perch, golds and greens work really well. If they're feeding on crayfish, oranges and coppers. And then if you get a bright sunny day, uh, a gold fleck of some sort always seems to be a really, really good one, as well as a silver fleck. So, but yeah, it's just a good. It just makes it a little bit more versatile. You don't have to use as big of a blade. You can use a smaller blade, and sometimes just that smaller profile is what it takes to catch more fish. Well, we've talked about uh, what to do with the bug hatches. Now we haven't had those yet. So, what's working right now? You know, just uh, honestly, I've caught more fish on a Lindy rig and a leech in the last week and ten days than anything else. And um, just a slow presentation, you know, 0. 0.4 to 0. 0.7 miles per hour has been really the best for me, as well as crawlers at time to time. But uh, as the water warms up, crawlers are going to get better. Uh, and then also have had quite a bit of luck just on a, a jig and a leech, as well as just a slip bobber and a leech. So um, those are all going to be just really good tactics this time of year. That leech is subtle because sometimes with those fish, as much as they're eating, their stomachs are full and they just want an easy meal and a, and a simple a leech just kind of dangling there is oftentimes the easiest meal they can get. You know, we got so much cool stuff out there and it's really sophisticated, but sometimes it's just down to a couple of simple things like a, a jig and a minnow or a rig and a leech. That's exactly right. Don't make it, uh, don't make it too complicated sometimes. We are getting you ready for the weekend with Jason Freed from Leisure Outdoor Adventures. Stick around. Static, jumping up and down, high fives, fists pumping in the air. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Why go anywhere else? Checking in with Jason Freed from Leisure Outdoor Adventures. We're talking Leech Lake. With all the wind shifting out there, is there a, is there a downtime while you're waiting for the fish to readjust, or are you able to just go right, uh, follow the wind and get them right away? You know, actually, I was doing another radio interview the other day, and I brought up the fact that, you know, Leech is oftentimes a really wind-driven lake, and, and fishing the wind, wind is actually most of the time going to be successful, but 
don't be scared. You know, some of those days, especially if you don't have a bigger boat and you can't handle being out in those bigger areas and um, where there's bigger waves, is fishing some of the areas that have what I call offshore winds, where the wind is coming off that shore and, and blowing out away from the shore. Uh, a lot of times I think people disregard those areas because what happens a lot of times is the wind has been blowing into those areas and then the wind switches and now it's coming offshore and it actually is going to push the fish back out and so you want to focus more on like the 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 second break lines the deeper break lines that are going to be near those areas and you'll be surprised those fish aren't going to migrate hundreds and hundreds of yards or miles to go where the wind is blowing the bait's just going to get pushed out off the shore and the fish are going to get pushed out and oftentimes they're not going to be schooled up as much they're just going to be spread out but you can still catch a lot of fish fishing offshore winds. And so that's just a good rule of thumb that, you know, if the wind had been blowing into the, you know, from the east for two days in a the row, then also the next day it switches and goes to the west, don't be hesitant to go back and fish those areas where the wind had been blowing in because the fish are still going to be there. Um, we are having a hard time really getting real warm weather, which, you know, for fishing that might be okay, but it does stop a, a nice uh, body of water like Walker Bay from kicking in. Yep, it does. You know, Walker Bay has been a little fickle at times. Um, it uh, typically turns on about this time of year, and we're still catching fish in Walker Bay. Um, they're just relating to shoreline breaks and, uh, and, and, for the most part, some of the bars and such, but they're not really relating to some of the later summer patterns quite yet. Um, and I think there's still actually quite a few fish in Walker Bay that are, are pretty shallow um, that can just be tough to find because you can't really drive over top of them without spooking them. So, you know, I mean, a lot of the same tactics will still work in Walker Bay, um, you just really got to kind of, you know, trust your instincts out there a little bit and, and just fish some of those pieces of structure because those fish are going to be there. Um, you know, the big thing is like once again, play the wind a little bit in Walker Bay uh, and utilize those brake lines and just make some long, you know, some long passes. Um, you know, that whole cedar shoreline can be really good if you get a, um, an easterly or, sorry, a westerly wind kind of blowing in there uh, as well as a south wind. And, and you may not mark a lot of fish, but those fish are going to be using that as a highway moving up and down. So, um, you know, water temps for the most part on the lake. Today I was out and the water temps were about 68 degrees, so they're kind of creeping back up. They got down to like 64, 65 a few days ago, um, surface temps. So as they, as they start to perk back up again, I think you're going to see Walker Bay, uh, Cavacona Bay, and some of those deeper bays really start to heat up as well. Um, are you strictly a walleye guy? Uh, you know, I do walleyes. This time of year is pretty much 100% walleyes. <laughs> um, and then I'll start transitioning and doing some smallmouth and largemouth uh, bass trips here as we get into July. But it's uh, it's been pedal to the metal walleye fishing. We get a ton of customers in June, especially repeat customers who who are there to catch leech lake walleyes, and uh, so we've been uh, kind of pedal to the metal that way. But uh, as we transition here, uh, I'll be doing a lot more bass fishing as we get into July. In your uh, network, what have you heard from uh, people fishing for other things? Uh, you know, there's been a really good bluegill bite, um, panfish bite. Um, those are still kind of relating to their beds. Uh, I saw some at our resort we keep our camper at, uh, some dandy bluegills um, that were caught, and they, they have the color in them that shows you that they've been on their beds and spawning. Um, so, you know, look for those areas, Steamboat Bay, Sucker Bay, um, some of those would be really good areas to look for. Um, and then the, the crappies have moved off. Uh, they're all there in the, in the, in the, on the weed beds a little bit deeper, uh, but guys are still catching crappies. I see some really big crappies being caught. Uh, and I haven't heard a ton about the bass. I know the bass were on their beds. Uh, the largemouth have pulled off, and it's not like the smallmouth. There was a bass trim out there about a week ago, and smallmouth won it. Um, and so those, you know, the smallmouth are going to start congregating on a lot of the uh, uh, mid-lake structures and some of the high points in those areas. 
And uh, I think there's some really good smallmouth uh, fishing to be had on leech, and it's going to be a sleeper down the road um, in regards to a smallmouth lake. But uh, And then muskies, um, you know, one of our guides, Toby, as you know, he uh, followed him. He was out the other day uh, with uh, one of our other guides, Aaron Murphy, and they tied into a 50-inch muskie. Nice. And so, uh, you know, it's not really a, a fast and furious time for muskies right now. They're kind of sitting out there, and so, you know, a lot of guys are – uh, you know, casting weed beds and doing some trolling for muskies. So uh, as we get into July, that bite's going to start to really pick up. Yeah, it gets easy by muskie standards later in the summer. Uh, and then, again, by musky standards, uh, but this yeah, it goes from yeah, it goes from ten thousand cats to five thousand. <laughs> yeah, cats. right. But it's it seems to me uh, in this day and age with the educated anglers we have and the equipment we have that we're seeing more and more action even in June. We are yes, you know, in in tech, it, I, technology is I think probably one of the biggest reasons for that, and and whether it's the mapping, whether it's the use of you know side scan and some of those things. It, um, I always tell people, fish aren't fish aren't as safe anymore, and um, you know you still have to know how to do it. You still have to know how to catch them, uh, but locating them has become much much easier. And I think people are realizing there's some other ways out there um, to catch them besides you know the traditional ways of catching muskies. And I think people are thinking outside the box a little bit more, and it's actually panning out for them. This is Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. Here's a bonus mini tip from Ryan Buddy. I carry my mullet wig around. This is the kind of information you don't get from any other fishing show. Jason Freed from Leisure Outdoor Adventures, my guest today. So you're a Brainerd guy, right? Yep. And you got a lot of nice lakes over there, so how did you find your way to Leech to be a guide? You know, we just, uh, Leisure Outdoor Adventures just has a great partnership um, up in Walker, especially with Chase on the Lake Resort, and... So that's kind of really become our footprint in the last uh, nine years of the guide service. And, um, you know, we do a large, large chunk of our trips are going to be on Leech and that little in that area there, Hackensack and Cass. And then um, we've been doing one of our guides, Tim Hansky, has been doing a lot uh, on Malac oh, okay. and uh, in, in the Brainerd area. And so we cover a pretty large area. But uh, I would say Leech has our, is our largest footprint. And so when, uh, when those guys brought me on, Toby and Jeff brought me on, that just kind of worked my way up north and, and uh, I've been doing a lot more trips up there. And then I still creep my way around. I do a lot of trips around Hackensack and Longville uh, in, and up and around Cass in July as well. How did this uh, this Leisure Outdoor Adventures thing get going? You know, it just uh, was a matter of uh, Toby and Jeff um, starting it up. You know, they were fishing guides down here in Brainerd, and um, from there they just kind of evolved. And, and uh, their first year, the two of them did all the guiding, and uh, I think they quickly realized that this was going to grow into something a lot bigger. And then uh, the next year, they brought myself and uh, and Jim and uh, Tim and Aaron Murphy on board, and then pretty soon we brought Chuck on board, and and uh, now we have a team of seven guides going here for uh, I think this is our ninth year, and uh, we're going strong. I mean, it's uh, we're gonna, we just had our well, it's going to be our best June ever uh, by far. Uh, in terms of numbers of trips, and I think uh, about six of us have been pretty much guiding uh, every day for the last uh, 20 days here. It's just been nonstop, so uh, it's been fun. I mean, we really pride ourselves on being a really being a team and and uh, just the guys who work together and, and break down. I mean, when you look at a place like Leech Lake, it's 112,000 acres, and uh, it can be pretty daunting for one guy to try to break down <laughs> himself. But you know, and then we're six of us are working together as a team and try to put all of our clients and customers on fish uh, it makes it a lot more enjoyable to do those kinds of things and so it's uh 
it's it's a big thing to us. Um, just our brand and, and and being the team and and you know part of the whole Easter Outdoor Adventures guy team. And uh, we actually just a quick go a little plug in there. Um, sure. If you are, we're doing a little webisode series this summer. Eight eight webisodes. Okay. Uh, highlighting Leech hi- highlighting Leech Lake, and it's uh, it's called the Guide Life. And uh, each one of our guides uh, is doing a, a webisode and kind of just talking about being a fishing guide. And uh, and we'll go out there. It's all, we'll, we'll target species on Leech Lake, and, and we'll talk about patterns and things that are working on Leech Lake during certain times of year. And so there's the fishing aspect, and then there's some of the stories and and kind of the you know what it's like to be a guide, the grind, and the everyday routine and and whatnot. So we're pretty excited about it. So it's going to be on YouTube. It'll be on. Um, our website as well. You can access it there. And uh, but yeah, we're super excited. We've got some sponsors. Um, you know, um, Ray Sport Marine uh, sponsoring us. Cedar Point Realty. Um, these uh, Chase on the Lake. Um, Swanson's and uh, um, Blackfish uh, Gear. Okay. And so we're we're super excited. They've been uh, super supportive of the project, and um, we've gotten three episodes filmed. And I think our first one is going to be launched here in probably this next week. So uh, just kind of something to pay attention to on Facebook. Uh, we'll, have a, we'll have the link out there, and, uh, and we've kind of been doing some teasers and whatnot, but uh, we're really pumped about it because we think it's something that's going to grow into even something bigger down the road. Very cool. Very cool. I look forward to watching that. I can't wait. Well, Jason, I tell you what, fishing is a unifying force, and, and, and we're proof of that. Here you are, a Brainerd Warrior football coach, and me, a Bemidji Lumberjack football broadcaster, living in peace and harmony right now. You are exactly right. The only problem is, yeah, is Babe Babe's bell is in the <laughs> I don't consider that a problem myself, but oh, I know. And I, and I it's ironic because I think we actually have to go up to Bemidji to play next year again. Oh, great! All right, so, yeah. So we'll be we'll be up there. I think it's uh, week two of the regular season. Um, if I'm looking at the schedule, we actually had football camp this week, a um, couple nights, and just uh, working on some things for some stuff for the summer and. Um, so I think if I looked at the schedule, I think we got Bemidji week two, which is kind of odd because normally we have Bemidji late in the season. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. And so it'll be kind of fun to get up there, and uh, we'll have a nice little breeze coming off the lake, and hopefully it'll be a beautiful night for some football. But I'm looking forward. I mean, we kind of made that connection this uh, this spring. Yeah. You know, so I'm looking forward to, to seeing you on the sideline. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, uh, what we should do is you just stay overnight, and then and it should be a Bemidji versus Brainerd fishing tournament on Lake Bemidji the next day. That's a great, that's a great idea. I love that idea. So, so the only thing we we'll have to come up with is a traveling trophy for that, that as well. That's right. <laughs> All right, Jason. It was great talking to you today. Thanks for taking the time. And if people want to use Leisure Outdoor Adventures, what's the best way to get something lined up? Uh, best thing to do is just uh, either give us a call if somebody wants to call and book a trip. I'm the one who answers. So it's one eight five five L O A Hook H O O K. And or just go to our website, www.leisureoutdooradventures.com. All right, Jason, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Sounds good. Thanks, Kevin. Go Jacks. It had to be said. <laughs>